Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's Jay. A-C. And welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight depression with the power of, that's right, music. music. I am your professional handicapped host, James Cox. And no, I am not the voice of Scripture from the Muppets, but who is? You know who you might be, though? Who? You might be Dr. Strange, because you're rocking the goatee um, very well today. Thank you. Um, and speaking of uh, fighting... Uh, depression with the power of music. Um, let's talk about Doctor Strange for a second. But before, excuse me, before we do that, uh, I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing the drums. You know exactly who I am, ladies and gents. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. My name is Blake Mosley. Don't wear it out. You can call me Brosley. That one you can wear out. Wear it out, baby. Um, and. So- and yeah. you sent Atlantis to usher in the a new era of the railroad, right? Uh, yeah, that was that was all me. So you're welcome. Hey, man, the railroad, <laughs> the railroad had to had to come in. So yeah, at some point, yeah. Um, I am the man that sank Atlantis. Uh, we still got to do a whole episode on that song. It's just one of my favorite songs in the yeah. entire world, and I love to tell people why I love it so much. But anyway. Um, all right, James, we got to talk about it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Doctor I, Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, but it is finally here. I am not. Oh, man. We saw it opening night. Um, wonderful movie. I won't spoil anything. I just, I will say it's very good fan service. Marvel did a great job of like finally listening to what the fans have wanted for so long, and it's just satisfying. Uh, it's a great payoff if you are a Marvel fan and you've been following these movies for however many 20-something movies we're in now um, in the MCU. But um, there is a part, and it made me think about about our like intro that we do uh, for every episode, Fighting Depression with the Power of Music. There is a part where Doctor Strange uh, is battling a variant of himself. That's not spoiling anything. Y'all saw it in the... Uh, in the uh, trailers so uh, chill out but he's battling a variant of himself and there's a piano and like he uses music notes from the piano to create a spell and like both versions of Doctor Strange are literally battling each other uh, with music notes like in the form of like magic and uh, like so you can't fight anything with the power of me oh yeah as long as you have the power of the dark hold and you have tapped into dark magic, chaos magic, uh, then yeah, anything's possible. Um, so make sure you go to uh, ancient temples of any kind and scour about and see what you can find. Uh, get into some of that, man, and and who knows what you can accomplish. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this though: there, it talk about the. <laughs> I saw something of, that was like phase four of the MCU in a nutshell. You all need therapy, and it's very true. We are tapping into some really, really interesting mental health issues uh, with regarding superheroes. And honestly, I think that's cool. I think it's a cool thing 
to address. Um, I don't know if you've seen Moon Knight, but you know there's a personality disorder that this that the main character d- struggles with, right? Um, and uh, or what's it called? Do is it DOD disassociative DID something like that? Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's really cool. Uh, we dealt with Wanda and her um, her depression uh, in WandaVision. Doctor Strange has a lot going on as well. Uh, it's just it's it's interesting this era that we're in for superhero movies that Man, you wouldn't think would talk about touch a mental, on, talk about a mental health minute right there. Jesus, there that is, and that's not even <laughs> what I was really I'm talking about. But yeah, we can turn that into a mental health minute. It's it's cool, like uh, because it, this type of stuff is taken way more seriously now than it ever has been before. Right, um, and you know, it, it's just it's cool to see that bleed over into different fandoms um even going back and watching like harry potter movies uh you can see some of the struggles with the different characters and and you know i don't know it, it's just it's neat yeah not and, un, and unexpected right so, i'm sorry all that to say your goatee looks great ah uh, yeah well well see this this is going when i do my uh, uh presentation slash speech yeah because my mom said that I could do, I can keep my haircut. She doesn't mm. like. She's not a big fan of the haircut. You know the, you know the shaved sides and the, you know and the, and the thing. Right. I, but she says uh, you need to let that goatee go, brother. Because I'm not a big fan. I'm like, oh. Oh. I if I can keep oh, the hair, um. right? If I can keep the hair, the goatee will go. And she said, okay. okay, yeah. So we right. compromise. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yes. It's all about compromise. Life is full of nothing but compromises. So Exactly, exactly. I got you. So cool. before the oh oh okay, so two things before we get going. Um you played me a song before we started this. She said, You know who you know who this band is? I knew knew the band, but I didn't know this the song name. And he played me Schism from Tool. I thought it was Forty six to forty two and two. I think that's the song. I'll be honest with you. I, as much as I love Tool, I do get the songs mixed up a lot. I do. <laughs> I, I'm a fan, but but I don't consider myself the like the like the biggest fan of all time. You know that's that that's yeah. just with that's just with um every band that I listen to nowadays. I'm not I'm like I'm not the biggest one, but I'm aware of your music and how great it is. Yeah. So forgive me if I mistake one of your songs for the other one I mean I, as long as I didn't say it was like you know uh uh Nail Bluff by you know some other weird band you know well for me for me personally yeah. and I'm I'm coming from a drummer's viewpoint um I love Tool in the sense I but I would consider myself a casual fan of Tool because I can't I'm not a diehard fan by any means right um but in the same way that I'm like a casual fan of Tool, I'm a casual fan of bands like Between the Buried and Me and um, Neil Peart is one of my favorite drummers of all time, but I'm a casual fan of Rush. And the reason being, Dream Theater, same thing. Mike Portnoy is one of my favorite drummers in the entire world, but I won't sit there and listen (laughs) to an entire Dream Theater song. For me personally, when the songs start to get so long and the instrumentation is so complex. Right. Um, and it's almost like, I hate math, 
but like you know like they talk you've heard of like math core bands it's yeah. because like it's it's you have to think right. about what you're listening to mm-hmm. and i am i'm not somebody that wants to really think about what they're listening to to right. try to because when i hear a song how i've been all this time is when i hear drums in a song it doesn't matter what kind of music what genre or anything like that i'm trying to learn it in my head the second that i hear it it's just how my brain works right i'm already i can hear it i play by ear so i hear the song and i'm automatically envisioning myself behind a drum set seeing if i can play it so when i listen to something like tool where it's odd time signatures and the songs are like at least 10 minutes long i am it's requiring too much and it's taking away from (laughs) the pleasure side of it and it's turning into homework and i don't like that so i have to like there there's there's one i listen to the joe rogan podcast because i'm a i'm a fan um yeah and he and he interviewed maynard and i and i want him on the show but i don't know if i can be smart enough to to interview him you know because yeah. he says that uh, one of his albums, one of the two albums, had the help me out here with it. It's called the fight, it's, uh, Fibonacci effect or something. I don't know. You need to go back and listen to it. He says okay. it's all, it's it all, yeah. it's all math related, and I'm like, okay, brother, yeah, I, I'm not I, math brother, guy. I can't, I, I, two plus two is hard yeah. for me some days. It's yeah. like, why even, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, the uh, like yeah. That's why I love punk rock so much is because a short, sweet, to the point. Best example of that is the song "I Like Food" by The Descendants. You know why um, I love <laughs> punk rock music? Yeah, power chords. Yeah, easy power play. chords. It's it's easy. Yeah. It's raw. It's fast, and it and it's like boom, bada bing, bada boom. We're to the point, and song's over. Let's move on. We're done. That yeah. is why it's so funny. Um. I love hearing stories about the Ramones in their early days because all their songs were too fast and too short. Right. So they would have good. these sets. And it's great, yeah. yeah. So they would have these sets. They would, you know, get booked for these gigs and they would play them and they would go through their... I mean, they weren't guys that really, like, talked in between their songs either right. when they played live. Like, Joey Ramone was not, like, a front man in that sense where they take a little break in between the songs they introduce the band and they ask the crowd how they're doing or whatever they got on stage they started playing the songs and when they were done that was it so their early days they would play the songs and they would be done in like a matter of 15 minutes okay yeah and like you know typically you're allotted for at least 45 minutes to an hour for a gig right and uh it was it was so funny because they would wrap their songs up so quick and they would have all this time left and they would just do the whole set again um just to make up for the time because they like they would just like you know hey ho let's go and then they were done so well see now (laughs) well see now i get now now nowadays they can go to like a punk concert like uh i don't know it's a misfits or so torrento but um, they are. but but I had the chance to go see the Misfits, but I couldn't go see them. But they, but yeah. they were like, you 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 could go to their show and they play like eighty songs in like under like forty minutes. Eighty, yeah. Minutes. Like, <laughs> and it's their songs are that. short and fast. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean that's that's, so, that's how they do it, man. I love it. So it's great you don't go and see any punk bands nowadays, you know, because they have yeah. a wide variety of or their catalog is very vast. Yeah. So you get you get what you pay for. Now, right. as opposed to seeing them when they first started, because like like you said, 
you know, they were done in like 15, 20 minutes and they're like, okay, well, I mean, what, do, I mean, you know, right. what, what else do we do now? That's all you got. Yeah. yeah. Good well, stuff. Well, one more thing before we get, get going. Um, well, two things. First of all, I would like to apologize to you, to you all last week for not having um, enough content out for y'all. Wow. I was really, really, really sick. I woke up with a uh, sore throat like last Saturday and I couldn't get rid of it for the longest time, but now I'm back. I have a I have a very um, annoying cough that I'm going to re- that I'm going to get rid of tomorrow. Um, I'm going to get, get some like a rock and rye and see if that's that that, that cures everything I've been told. Yeah, and so. you, I, I'm going to look up the recipe for the hot toddies we were talking about. Yes, um, <laughs> fireball and lemon juice and a few other things, and yeah. uh, that stuff works great for me when I'm when I'm not feeling too great. So. Oh. Hope you feel better, buddy. Thank you, thank you. But before we go on, uh, there's uh, you, you and I had a had a rough week. Um, me during during the the sickness, you during your um, mental health. I, I I'm assuming I'm not sure yet. But, yeah, um, there was a lot of that. But <laughs> right, okay. But just today, let me ask a question. Have you ever felt like you don't care about nothing in this world? Oh yeah, like at all. I don't yep. know what happened today, but I'm like, because I was playing, you know, PS5 with my friend, and I'm like, I, I don't want to play anything. I don't want to do nothing. Just, yep. you know, nothing. And I don't know why. I never, I never been like that before. But now yep. I'm fine, you know, talking about music with you. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I don't know what came over me, but I'm not, but, but that's not depressed. You know, that's not depression, because I'm fine now. I don't know what it was. That's weird. Yeah, I get that. And, and I, I think okay. that's where, um, you know, a lot of my issues with depression come up is I, I it comes and it comes and goes and it, and for me personally, and it, it, it's unexpected and it could be something so minor, but for me, it's a, uh, it's a triggering <laughs> thing. I hate to use that term because it's, you know, we always talk about, oh, so you're triggered man like I, but it but that's what they call it you know like uh something will hit me um it'll be out of the blue and then i, I can't pull myself out of a funk so yeah i don't want to yeah. go anywhere i don't want to talk to anybody i don't want to yeah. do anything that's exactly to stop that's exactly just, what i went through the whole day today except for like an hour about like an hour I, you know i'm yeah. like all right well right now I'm, you know and even if the music that I turn to whenever I'm in that state is something that is depressing and that doesn't necessarily people would say, well, that's not really something good to listen to. Right. Maybe yeah. for you, but for me, it's like under it calms my soul, you know, it calms me. And it's also a way of, exp- of like, there's somebody else who is expressing how I feel when I don't know how to say it. When my words fail, this music speaks for me. So I, exactly. um, you know, I've got several songs like that. It's just like Thank my you. go-to songs when yeah. I'm having days like that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it's, I'm just very lethargic and I, I, you know, would just rather not talk to anybody, um, except for my wife. Like I want to, the only thing I want to do is just come home because Allie gets it and she like understands that there's just days that I get like that. And she does her best to, try to help um and you know god bless her for it and i love her for it but 
there's really nothing you can do. It's just no. something that I have to like ride out and yeah, just could, like, I might feel better in the morning. I just, but right now, yeah, it's I don't like want to do anything. Like leave me alone. Right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's the way it is, but and that's no, okay. I get it, man. totally get it. We can, and that's, that is our mental that, health. <clears> yeah. And, and, and that's totally okay. Cause sometimes you need a, like a day to like, Oh no, I don't want to do nothing, but that's okay. And that's okay. Want, Cause do I don't nothing, want to do nothing. I will say this. If you are the type of person that doesn't do well by yourself and you think it's dangerous for you to be by yourself, yes, please, God, reach out to somebody. I promise you there's nobody in the world that feels like they are more of a burden and a uh, like a hindrance and feeling like you're getting on everybody's nerves than myself. I hate it. Nope, I do I hate that I'm like that. I'm the exact but same yeah, thing. I mean, yeah. you, you get it. Yeah, yeah, me and you go through that same thing. Yeah. I feel like a bother. I don't want to mess with it. You know, I, I would rather be by myself. Now I'm not a, I'm not a person that I'm not going to hurt myself. I would, I have, I have not right. gotten to that point. Right. Um, but there are people out there that it is, it's scary for them to be alone. So if you feel like you need somebody, I promise you, especially for those loved ones that care for you, they don't want you to be like that. So even if, you go over to so-and-so's house and you just hang out on their couch and y'all don't say a word, not I, a single word. Right. And you sit in silence. It's better than putting yourself in a dangerous situation. So please don't be afraid to reach out to somebody and be like, Hey, like, I, I don't want to be in the way, but I, I can't be by myself right now. Please do it. I promise you, you're not bothering anybody. No, no. Well, that's good stuff. That 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 that, that was our mental health minute right there. Didn't have a single note on that. That was off the cuff. Then off the cuff, right? That's that's yeah. some good stuff. So there's your mental health minute for today. Uh, usually we uh, we put that at the end, but why not? You know, I mean, you know, why not? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we call we here at Winwardsville call you the loudest guy in the room only when you're playing the drums. But that is. Fiction, because today yeah. we are going to talk about the real loudest guy in the room. It's the longest screams. Yes, in rock we are going and metal. That's right. This one is for the metalheads. So everybody, take out your horns. Let's crank it up to eleven. Uh, get out your leather and your spikes because we are going full-blown metal for you today, baby. That's we right. are talking about some of the longest screams in rock and metal. And I, was, I will tell you, there is one song on this list that was the inspiration to, the, to do this whole episode. And it was just an excuse to talk about why I love one of these songs. And we'll get there. But um, so some of you, I will, I, will say, <laughs> I will say this too. I know that we've probably got listeners out there who absolutely hate screaming in music. They can't stand it. The second they hear it, they turn it off. This episode is probably not for you. If yeah. you feel like fast forwarding, maybe it's good. We got that mental health minute out of the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some people are probably right. not going to like this, yeah. but for people like James and myself who <laughs> love like heavy music, uh, it, it, I love screaming. I think there is a talent to it. Um, I don't think it's it's a matter of getting up there and just yelling at the top of your lungs. It is an art form. There is, is a there is, is a science behind it, and it is very it is not something that is easy to do. Uh -uh. Um, and it requires a lot of talent, despite what some people think. It is a very very talented bunch that can get up there um, and who can do things like screaming on different 
levels. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we'll get to that in a minute whenever we talk about um, Lincoln Park. But, you know, you have different variations of different, you know, styles of people do their highs, they do their low gutturals, they do whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it is truly a very unique singing art form. Um, and I'm here for it 100 yeah. percent but uh yeah so before we get into we have we for this episode we have selected 10 songs um we're not saying that any of these are the longest ever like they hold records these are just some songs that we like some songs i'm not necessarily a fan of (laughs) and we'll get to that but uh you know still acknowledging the fact that there was someone who got behind a micro a man who got behind a microphone and with everything in his being he screamed uh, and held that scream for such a long period of time because some people can do it and it only lasts for like a few seconds and then they're, they're yeah. ruined, you right. know? Yeah. And, uh, but these, uh, these are really talented folks we're going to talk about. Yeah, so, right. cool. um, let's, uh, before we do, let's talk just briefly, me and James are going to go back and forth a little bit, talk about the history of, and, uh, kind of like, excuse me, evolution of screaming when it comes to heavy music. Yes. So unlike many stylistic evolutions in metal, the sing slash scream thing can't necessarily be traced back to just one band. Uh, quite a few groups have uh, ventured beyond the limitations of, of either just screaming, when you have your growling, barking. <laughs> For those of you who don't know about barking, that's more of a, uh, I think that was more of knocked uh, a little jab at the band Knocked Loose because there is a part, there is a song oh, really? called Counting Worms. Yep. Okay. Called Counting Worms. Uh, and it's a short little, it's short little, another song, short, sweet, to the point. One of my favorite songs in the entire world, uh, Counting Worms. And there's a part where he literally barks uh, before the breakdown, and I, I love it. And does <laughs> anyway. he do it better than DMX? Uh, yes, I would, okay. I would very okay. much. Uh, R.I.P. to DMX. Oh yeah, but yeah, oh yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Not, not loose. Uh, had a better bark than DMX. Okay. Did. All right. Um, but yeah, so growling, you got barking, you got your deep gutturals that. Um, you get the idea. So, um, or just straight up singing. Some some guys are really good at doing both. Um, I think a day to remember is really uh, Jeremy McKinnon from a day to remember is a great clean vocalist, and he's got some of the best screams I've ever heard, too. So, um, Howard Jones being another one of my favorites. Right. So, yeah. uh, but each band um, that did this early on wielded influence over different factions of future generations. So the timeline is not as neatly compacted as some other areas, but we'll get to all that. There's also um, pig squealing. I know I'm, I'm not sure if you heard the term. <laughs> that I can do because I'm cheating. Do it again. Because I'm sucking in. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, <laughs> sucking yeah. in. Yeah. I don't know if that's how they're supposed to do it, but no, I can well, do well, it. That's like a, I, I don't know if that's like screaming ability, right? Yeah, I, I can know. hold those for a long time because I'm sucking in. I'm not. Right, yeah, so you are... You're cheating, but not really. I'm so. cheating. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> okay. The Gothic <laughs> Doom Death slash Doom scene in England had a enduring impact on the, on what was to come, but bands such as My Dying Bride uh, didn't place a tremendous emphasis on light and shade when it came to singing. More so, using short, clean, sung's passing. Passengers as mood pieces. Still, it counts towards a, the, revolu- the evolutionary cycle. 
Others, such as Edge of Sanity, began began experimenting with the concept too. Far removed from England all the way in over in Sweden. Country mates Opeth uh, really we'll Opeth, right? right? Yeah. Really doubled down on this formula using clean sung passages over clean toned instrumentals but instrumental bits that counter the band's burly death metal esque prog and those legendary growls from Michael Akerfelt? Akerfelt? I don't know. We're so sorry. sorry. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, oh, oh, but, oh yeah, Opeth is a is a bad band to mess with. Yeah, we're uh, we're we've got an Opeth song on the list too. That was uh, that's twenty minutes long. Um, geez, so yeah. trust me, it it was infuriating trying to figure out where the screen was at because I wasn't familiar with the song and I was like, oh my god, it's twenty minutes long. And I, I finally found it. And was it like yeah, at, like that. like at, like at the end of the song the or like very end of the freaking yeah, song? Of course yes, it the is. Very end. Of course it is. Right. <laughs> it always is that. Yeah. Right? So building off the Gothic Doom scenes foundation, though, Lacuna Coil, best band, uh, mm-hmm. Christina, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, they further explored a dynamic using female and male singers, which is great. They're, yes. you know, they're awesome. I actually met them two or three times. Got pictures with them do? too. Yeah. Uh, but let's not forget oddball Mike Patton and Faith No More, who You're presented so the idea with the more mainstream appeal, despite the band's outlandish intricities. Dude, Mike, Mike, dude, Mike Patton, bar none, like god level. So I mean, freaking good. Yeah. I love Mike Patton. I love Faith No More. And I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> if you want to trace the roots of new metal back to any band, you can thank Faith No More. Right. I give them props 100%. Some people like to go all the way back to Aerosmith and Run DMC. Some people like to say it was Anthrax and Public Enemy doing it. And I love those too. Yeah. But if you want a direct band that influenced everybody else, Faith No More was the band that did it. I just thought of this. Have you heard the debate? Uh, heard of the song? Um, I started to joke by the Bee Gees. No, uh, uh-uh. Faith No More, amazing cover song. We need to. We need. Mm-hmm. We need. We need to do that. Sure. I started to joke. Yes. Okay. Great day. Yeah. So. We'll check it out. I thought it was. I, I thought it was Faith No More, but it turned out to be a original Bee Gees song, which is great. They've got a cover of um easy like sunday morning too Ooh. excuse me by the commodores uh that they did it's really good you gotta do that one that's yeah, that, that's even one. better one than than, than i started to joke yeah so. i'm easy oh dude, so good i love that song so much <laughs> so much dude you have no idea oh it's so, great okay here we um, go so without any of this though the new millennium would sound radically different but really who did it first simply put we have no freaking clue. Uh, some trace it all the way back to the Nordic Vikings. Interestingly enough, I will have to dive into that in another episode. But yeah, um, but regardless, it is an art form that is constantly evolving. And I, myself personally, am excited to see where it goes from here. I would have never thought that we would have different types of screaming. It's more than just getting up there and yelling at the top of your lungs. You like mentioned before, you have different art forms. So. Yeah, we'll see. The Vikings make sense because I guess it's battle cries, you know, or something, you know. Yeah. Or maybe I don't know. It's it is uh it is something that I wish I could do. I, I am telling them there is something 
about think about you just saw Beartooth. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it's how God, much yes. fun it would be to be the front man of a band and like you're getting hyped and you you know your band is is backing you up and you're getting a crowd the crowd the the, the curtain hasn't dropped or anything and then it finally does and you kick into the song and you are screaming a song and there are people that are screaming it right back at you yeah like from the crowd i just i would love to experience that at some point in my life you know that would be amazing yeah but i i have had dreams about doing that before where i was like the the singer of a band and was able to scream like really well so right yeah (laughs) i just think it would be so fun yeah um but let's get into our first song here. So as we mentioned before, we've got 10 songs here. We're going to kind of talk a little bit about uh, like the his, not a history of the song, but kind of what the song is about. Give you context, because here's another thing why I love screaming in rock and metal, um, because there there are some songs that just need need that. Well, you think about the lyrics and you think about the frustrations or the anger or the pain that somebody is going through that they are expressing and sometimes all you can do is just scream at the top yeah. of your lungs. Right. And so I hear the passion and I hear the uh the angst and the anguish in their voice and it gives me chills. Like I yeah. love a good scream in a song. Um, so it's so I, I, I'm, I'm encouraging those of you who have stuck around that don't like screaming <laughs> music. Think about it like that. It is just there's especially with some of the Christian metal bands that I used to really like. There was there was something. Sorry, my for those of you watching on YouTube right now, um, my dog just uh, jumped. She just got really excited. Mm-hmm. She must right. be excited about this next band. We're there we go. Yeah, All like right. Christian metal bands like you know like especially growing up in a, in a church like there was a lot of people who were like there's no place for for christian metal that's just a gateway to the devil and you know bull crap like that and uh I, I never thought about it like that i was like how about think about it from this perspective worship music you know where we're singing to god and we're worshiping and it you, it can be done in many different forms and for some people like myself who loved heavy music that was that was something that drew me to that uh, for today was a good band that that to use for that example and sometimes all you could do is just scream at the top of your lungs yeah um and uh when you didn't know what else to do so just think just try to think about it from that perspective okay so all that being said let's get into it let's get into our first song here James has a timer that he is going to pull up and share with us. And uh, James, you'll hear the buildup for the the part. But as soon as you hear them start that scream, let's hit the timer, and we're gonna we're gonna keep track of how long these are, and right. um and see which one of these ten have uh are are gonna beat out the rest. So um, we're gonna start out with a song called "You Make Me Sick" by Of Mice and Men. Um, and uh, great band. Uh, they're still around today, although the lineup has changed drastically. Um, but a little bit about the song. Uh, when Ca- Austin Carlisle was in the band um, as their lead singer, he said, or this, uh, according to Song Facts, uh, Austin Carlisle sings here about wanting to, st- to stomp on someone's head hard enough to crush it, but not so hard that they pass away. Uh, he explained uh, to Kerrang! Magazine, um, it's a song about being hurt so bad that you just want, excuse me, you just want someone to feel what you felt. It's not about uh, wanting someone to die, but wanting them to feel every second of the pain. 
So, mm. yeah, take that mm. into consideration what we got going on here today. Yeah, um, yeah. This this guy, we're talking about a guy, sorry, I'm rambling as I get the uh, song pulled back up, but um, we've got a guy who went through different types of addiction, um, leaving bands, being kicked out of bands, rejoining bands, um, the list goes on. Um, sorry, I'm having a really hard time pulling this thing up sometimes this thing really gives me a difficult time all right here we go so yeah uh let's get into it and let's see if we can measure out how long this scream is okay So we collect that in at 17, 17 seconds and 35, I guess, nanoseconds. I don't know what it is. Okay. So 17.3. Let's just do that. 17.3. Seven, right. Yeah. 17.3. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. All awesome. Right. What a great song. Yeah. I love that song. This was uh, right. I think this was, we're, we're getting towards like the end of his time with the Mice and Men. Um, he started out as the original singer for the band Attack Attack, um, of which Caleb Shomo from Beartooth uh, played synthesizer. When Austin Carlisle left, Caleb Shomo took over as lead right. vocalist for Attack Attack. Um, Austin Carlisle started Of Mice and Men. He is no longer with Of Mice and Men. Um, he had some drug problems. I think he almost died. Now he's got some allegations out against him, unfortunately. But um, but uh the band is moving on the band is doing great i always Amen. admired his the, his ability to scream because he could he could go really low he could go really high and he was you could ex, you could understand exactly what he was saying so um for those of you that say oh, i don't i don't even understand what they're saying this was a good band to listen to you could understand exactly what he was saying right so cool um so moving on We've got another one here that you could understand exactly what he was saying. What a talent. R.I.P. Yeah. Chester Bennington uh, of Lincoln Park. What a talent, man. Um, I heard something described of his screaming abilities in the, uh, there's a documentary about the making of their 2003 album Meteora um, where the uh, producer was talking about Chester's ability to scream. And when you like listen to it, you can hear two or three different voices all in one wow. you know what i mean yeah and he said it was the weirdest thing but it's that is what made him so unique and what made him such a great clean vocalist um and then also made him really good at screaming so yeah. um but yeah so this song that we chose obviously those of you who are lincoln park fans you know exactly what song i picked uh given up um off their 2007 album minutes to midnight um but a little bit about the song in 2020 mike shinoda who uh the other vocalist for lincoln park recalls chester's famous bridge scream uh he said uh he was just on it he was just pissed off or had all this crazy energy um he was doing the scream for that bridge part and he didn't know the structure of the song that well yet so he just did the scream he did a couple of takes and we were like oh that's too short that doesn't fit in the spot where it needs to fit in uh it just needs to be longer and he did it again and it was still kind of short so i said 
oh it just needs to be a lot longer than that so he did just that he kept going <laughs> and he knew he was just uh doing it over the course then he finished it and i was just screaming myself like that was the most epic thing i have ever heard he was just laughing sweating and laughing uh that was for sure no shirt on freaking out in the vocal booth day I was like, I'm just going to work around it. I'm going to work the song around the screen. So they knew exactly what they had as soon as it was done. Right. Um, Which is always but, good. Uh, it's, oh yeah, you know it's good. Um, but uh, yeah, what a great song. Um, and unfortunately, listening back to some of the lyrics of, of some of these Linkin Park songs and knowing what Chester Bennington went through. Um, for those of you who don't know, he took his life a few years ago, unfortunately very sad very tragic i think um chris cornell died like a week later after it was just rough yeah, same thing yeah, yeah. and uh I'm, check on your friends man that's all i gotta say and uh you know it's no doubt that chester bennington went through a really hard time he struggled with a lot of demons and unfortunately they got the best of him but what a powerhouse of a vocalist of a front man and uh he is very missed i i was a huge lincoln park fan um for yeah. so long and uh, I was gutted. That was that was a celebrity death that I, I it took me a while to get over. But right. um, anyway, so let's get into it. We're going to talk about the famous scream. Um, so this uh, this song is called "Given Up," and this is uh, a, a little bit of a warning. There are some f drum f bombs that are dropped. So if you got little ears, make sure they're covered. All right, here we go. Wow, I get chills every time I hear that part. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that came in at seventeen point four. Ooh, just beat out. Uh, mm. Yeah. You make me sick. Wow. All right. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's that's some lungs that he's got on him. Jeez. <laughs> oh man. I think I can scream a total of like five seconds. Uh, to be honest yeah. with you. It, <laughs> it is so it's difficult not... to hold something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's not very. Yeah. It's not very. Uh, easy to do well I will it, tell you that. it's difficult to even sing a note for 17 yeah. seconds like you're talking about people who screamed and you could hear the different tones just in that scream you can hear whenever they you know the band kicks back in and they go back into like they all come back in and, and the band's full chester goes from the hide back down to a, a just dropped it down just a little bit um and oh man it's so good there's a there's a great cover i've got this is actually going to be a cover wars episode eventually um but there is there are two great covers out there one is by a band called trash boat um and that guy does a wonderful job mimicking that's an, that's an awesome name trash boat yeah trash boat i love that yeah. name, dude. <laughs> but this guy does a wonderful job of of mimicking chester's vocals and like his ability to when he's singing to make it almost sound like a scream and then and so on right right um right. all right but let's move on because i'll get too bummed yeah. out i love lincoln park okay um oh okay so this day okay so so this uh, uh next song the song title is like you can see his pure poetry coming out all of yeah, this rubber absolutely and all things and yeah this, it's called open face surgery 
classic <laughs> band, you know. Yeah. Very classy band called Topsy. <laughs> um, I am not a huge Topsy. fan of this type of like death metal. I, I I'm not know. either. I'm not a huge fan. I do. Okay. Okay. So I do love Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse is like the only exception I have. Yeah. Right. Yes. I love okay, but that But they're from the 80s. And you got to love the 80s. Come on, dude. I mean, yes, you know, I mean, 80s and yeah. Yeah. And nineties and yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I do love some Cannibal Corpse, but that's about as much as I can take. I'll, I'll be honest with you, because it, it's like everybody else sounds like Cannibal Corpse. So why do I? Right. Yes. But I mean, yeah. that's here's the thing. I'm not going to knock it because I've got friends that really love this kind of music, but I am not a huge fan of it. I've just got to be honest with you. I'm a big music fan yeah. of all different kinds, but this I'm not. I'm not into. I, I, I'm just being honest. So. But right. nonetheless, we are going to acknowledge that this guy has a crazy long scream um, about three minutes and 40 seconds into the song. Um, I don't have a lot of background about the song because I simply could not find it. Um, all I can well, say I mean, <laughs> given the fact it's open, the, the title's called Open, open Face Surgery. Face so I was like, um, you, you, the listener can come up with his own uh, story background. Sure. Yeah, guess. whatever you want to take. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say that the, the how I came across this song was I found a forum on ultimateguitar.com about the longest screams and this song came up a lot. So I was like, well, I guess I need to check it out. So yeah, here we are. Um, this song is called Open Face Surgery by Cryptopsy. <laughs> okay, so you might want to say it, it can do like 27 because I accidentally hit the, yeah. Okay. So uh, about 27 seconds. About 27, yeah. So yeah, significantly yeah, longer. Yeah. Uh, significantly. longer at least. Significantly. Yeah. That is, uh, wow. Um, and from what I've heard, because I was like, all right, come on, man. Like, you sure that wasn't like studio? But yeah. full, a lot of comments saying. on that was like, no, he goes like longer <laughs> live what live wow okay jesus okay so, well yeah. impressive 20 26 27 seconds what did i say 26 uh you said yeah. 20 27 We're, we'll just go 27 20, yeah okay tw okay um, 27 all right so and that's all i really got on that so very impressive <laughs> <laughs> by, by the band cryptopsy open face surgery uh, yes so Booking for your opening band. <laughs> for your next party. Anywhere uh, you, yeah. yeah. Right. Birthday party. Right. Um, uh, anyway. Apartment swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about a band that we actually talked about in the opening of this episode. Uh, yes. Let's go to the song The Grudge by Tool. Um, Tool. Tool, man. Yeah. So, a little bit about the song. So, uh, this is a about a battle with Saturn ascending. Um, and teaching us lessons over and over again until we get it right. Um, quote, Saturn ascends, choose one or ten, hang on or be humbled again. Uh, it, that means it gets, uh, that means get it right or Saturn will come around again, teaching the same lesson until you do it. 
the one in 10 could be the Aries and Capricorn houses in the Zodiac. Uh, Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Um, a lot of what Maynard Keenan is saying relates to characteristics of a Capricorn. They are known to hold grudges and to be control freaks. Maynard is an Aries, the true pioneer of the Zodiac. So it could be a message for all the Caps and people out there who hold mm. grudges. So I feel attacked. Uh, you feel attacked. Are you? Which one I'm are you? I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Are you? I'm a Sagittarius, yeah. my friend. I don't hold grudges at all, though. Ah, well. I, I I let them go, but that's me. All right. Okay. I'm a this song I'm a breed. unique. I'm a unique breed. There you that's go, buddy. okay. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. So okay. this is uh this is the grudge by tool. So you hear kind of the build up in, into it. And um it's it's pretty impressive. And again, a lot of comments on this was that Maynard holds this live um and actually doesn't yeah, want I mean, So right, right. who knew? Yeah, Lord. So yeah. let's check it out. Let's see let's hear what he's got. That's about 24. Okay. 20, 24 seconds. I was holding my breath. Uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Uh, All right. Uh, All right. Well done, Maynard. So if you ever see him live. Right. Yeah. Like, and then, and you said he and you said he can hold it longer than, than that. Apparently there's there's some some people who have seen him live that say he can hold it longer than that. Wow. Uh, Good job, Maynard. So yeah. I can never do that. I couldn't yeah. either. I, I am <laughs> too much of an asthmatic boy to do that um now okay so this song this next song is it's like one of my okay so there's a few songs that i can go living life and not hearing it and i'll be just fine right okay this is one song is right well uh one song is free bird yeah the other one is um uh the other um um, Leonard Skinner song, but but is not simple man, Freebird and uh, um, uh, with her. Uh, I can't think of the name, but that song too. That song too. And <laughs> uh, yeah, right, yeah. And this song, Tuesday's this gone. Song is, no, oh, no, man, that's that's, that's a good song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next song we're going to talk about is Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. Yes, sir. I could go the rest of my life without hearing that song. I'll be just a-okay. <laughs> just, just fine. Because I hear that, because I heard that song all throughout my, my 20s. Yeah. You know, going to going to bars. Yeah. Everybody plays the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People. And then with the Leonard Skinner song, Freebird, and the other, Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, that song, you're, you're over. I can go. Yeah, I I'm I'm done with that song gotcha. for for life. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, tell us about Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, so uh, yeah, oddly enough, like I wasn't expecting this to pop up, and then like I kept seeing it come up on some of these forums, and I was like, oh yeah, there is a part at the very beginning of the song where right. Axel does this little scream, and it lasts for a long time. Um. So, but yeah, this the song in itself is about Los Angeles. It exposes the dark side of the city many people encounter uh, when they go there to pursue fame. 
Guns N' Roses knew this side of the city very well. In 1985, they lived in a, in a place on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles that they called Hell House. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the song was often filled with, uh, excuse me, this song. The house was often filled with drugs, alcohol, and groupies. So a lot of, hey. uh, I'm sure there was a lot of um, parties going on there. Yeah, just, I mean, just where that's a, exactly that's a safe way to say hang it. out with all. <clears throat> that's a safe way to say it. there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of parties. Out. Yes. Right. A yes. lot of hanging out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there is this crazy long <laughs> oh, I got that already that I I I totally forgot. And and we hear this all the time. And I was like, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. uh pretty impressive. So let's get into it. This is right at the beginning of Welcome to the Jungle. I do love this song. I think it's got a great intro. It was one of my favorite ones to play on Guitar Hero 3. Um, but uh and it, it has great use of a cowbell. So let's get into it. Here we go. Welcome to the jungle. That's a, that's a good solid twenty seconds. Is it okay? Wow! I, I, I overshot it. So I was like, I was like, you know, I don't know if that one's gonna be quite as long, but it it's longer than the oh yeah, given up yeah one. wow yeah right yeah yeah that's a good solid twenty seconds. Yeah, I, I over I overhit it. Yeah, okay. So, yep. cool. 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 Well, let's uh let's move on to the next one then. Why don't we? Um, so this All next right. one, the only reason I know how to pronounce this band's name is because. It, it used to be the name of the IT company that I used at work. Um, and I had <laughs> oh, really? to call them all the time when my computer didn't work. So the next, oh, no. this next band is called Kuvatis. Um, and, uh, Kuvatis. Yeah. Okay. And they have a song called Silence Calls the Storm. Um, I did find something on songmeanings.com kind of describing what the song means. Uh, I'll, I'll read through it real quick. Uh, someone said, and for those of you who don't know, songmeanings.com is kind of like you can comment like what your interpretation of the song is and like you can, you know, post facts if you want. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Anyway, someone on there said, I think the song is about a very specific type of political revolution. One that starts out as a grassroots movement spreads among the masses. Following this, instead of following the ideals of the revolution, the leaders begin to fight over power. And eventually the main goal of the revolutions are um, are purely the satisfaction of personal satisfaction uh, is uh, hold on uh, the revolutions are purely the satisfaction and uh, the sat I can't talk the, sat the satisfaction of personal right. satisfaction at all costs okay. uh, at right. this stage of the revolution it will it will be obvious who is with and who is with um, who is with and who is without honor those with honor will leave for the better things and those without will charge onwards towards bloody conflict. The main leaders of the revolution will raise armies against each other. The members of these armies, although knowing uh, that what they're fighting for is wrong, will continue to do so. At the end of the day, it doesn't um, it, it doesn't say who will emerge as victor as both will lead a world just as corrupt and selfish as the one they sought uh, to end. Um, someone commented on it and said, personally, this reminds me a lot of the French Revolution uh, with uh, Jacobins and um, 
I'm going to I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry. I was not paying attention to the French Revolution uh, whenever I learned about it in the history uh, class that I took. But Jacobins mm-hmm. and Gyrandus, Gyrandus. Anyway, uh, going at each other. <laughs> my history teachers, if they're listening, are like, I oh, like screaming. Oh my God. Um. Oh. Uh, anyway, going uh, going at each other with little care for the population in the end bloody mess caused by the committee of public safety in the reign of terror was almost as bad if not worse than the things in the house of the bourbon did um so there you go a little history lesson for you um also has a crazy long scream that starts pretty early in the song about 15 seconds into it or so so let's uh let's see how it holds up you ready james yes sir here we go silence calls the storms Seventeen point three seconds. Wow! All right, so yeah. we're that was a long screen too. That was a long one. That one actually matches up really good with uh, Lincoln Park and of Mice and Men. Yeah. So, right, right, cool. Huh. All right. Well, now that we're done talking about the French Revolution, yeah. let's move on to, yes. All right. to a band back to back that had songs on this list. Uh, let's start out with the first one here. Probably their most popular song, I would say. Laid to Laid rest by Lamb of God. Uh, what this a song. Band is probably the most known Lamb of God song ever. I would say so. This is probably their breakout like hit. A yes. lot of bands or a lot of kids got into Lamb. I was one of them. This was the song that got yeah. me into them and then I was just hooked. Because I, I think it was on Guitar Hero 2, 2. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was on yeah, Guitar which Hero did, which had Which didn't have the studio version for some reason. They yeah. had to re-record it or something. Yeah, that was the track. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I love Chris Adler. Sadly, he doesn't play drums in that band anymore. Yeah, I, I am a huge Chris Adler fan. So his drum. He played for Megadeth. Yeah, now he plays so for Megadeth. Big, so yeah, well, gone to bigger yeah. and better things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So what a great song. Uh, this one's got a great breakdown. Unfortunately, this is like right after the like one of the best breakdowns I've ever heard in a song. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so here we go. Um, let's talk about Laid to Rest real quick. Most of the songs on the Ashes of the Wake um, album are political, calling out American political leaders for misguided wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. This is That's around the time that when this album came out, um, yeah. that's what was going on in the world. So this song, however, seems to be about drug addiction and other things that will harm you in life, uh, seen from the perspective of, of the drug, the man taking it, and a man who is uh, giving advice because he has already experienced it. A man affected by the drug said, uh, says that if there was a single day that I could live, a single breath I could take, I'd trade all the others away, right there at the beginning of the song. Uh, yeah. He is saying yeah. that he has been permanently scarred by the drug and wishes that he could have one day where he was normal again. The drug says, mm-hmm. I'll make all your dreams come, come to life and slay them as quickly as they came saying that once you Mm. have used a drug, it will be amazing, but afterwards, the effects will be horrible and damage your brain. The man giving advice um, says, lay this to rest, console yourself, Uh, you're better alone, destroy yourself, see who gives a fart. Um, He is saying that you are much better off (laughs) without the drug, and even if you did take it, 
no one will care that you died wow so deep, Man, dark heavy stuff so right um for a heavy song so yeah he lets out this um really loud scream in here and it is just impressive and i always was just entranced by the song yeah so, yeah blown away yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah here we go so laid to rest lamb of god That's a good song. 14.2 seconds. Oof. Man, I was hoping Bam, that was that's longer. Good. Yeah, right. Um, eh. 14.2 seconds, you say? Yes. 14.2. Bada bing, bada boom. All right. Well, we're going to move right on to another Lamb of God song here um, that simply is nothing but a bunch of random letters that don't mean a dang thing in the whole entire world. Um, it is a O-D-H-G-A-B-F-E by Lamb of God off of their first album, New American Gospel. Um, so, a uh, classic album. Now, now I, was that was that when they were called Burn the Priest or Lamb of God? Uh, they were Lamb of God at this point. Okay, um, okay yeah, because they, uh, they started out as Burn the Priest and then, yes. then I was like, I don't think that'll work in Lamb of God, you know, because that'll bring in the... Uh, they, they, I guess they thought they would bring in more people because Lamb of God, you know, Jesus. And, yeah, you know, there's everything. a lot of people. I oh. actually saw yeah. where <laughs> someone had an yeah. Easter play, a church had an Easter play, and used the band Lamb of God's uh, logo oh, no. for the <laughs> really? title of their Easter play. And I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, no. But yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So, yeah, a bunch, la- bunch of letters. Doesn't mean a dang thing. Oh, wait. Yes, it does. And we won't talk, we won't say what the whole thing is, but, uh, uh, so O-D-H-G-A-B-F-E stands for, here we go, Officer Dickhead gets a black effing eye. Um, so. <laughs> wow, that's, okay. So, yeah, Randy Blythe. That's uh, another, that's another art poetry right there. Yes, yes, you know? just a wonderful poet. Uh, the Officer song Dickhead. about the time that Randy Blythe, the vocalist from Lamb of God, and a group of people he was with were harshly detained by San Diego police because they were seeking shelter during a stormy night. Randy Blythe has confirmed this by saying that the song is indeed about police brutality. And he has said that he thanks the San Diego Police Department for the song, Inspiration. Sorry, my dogs are barking. They're letting out their own oh, okay. guttural vocals. They're <laughs> right, right. So, um, but yeah, so the, towards, towards the end of this song, he just screams waco and it and he holds that waco part just out and it is just so it sounds so awesome i love the song um but um we're gonna take a listen real quick while my dogs are doing their own guttural vocals in the next room um this is o-d-h-g-a-b-f-e by lamb of god here we go Okay. Impressive. So that's about a twenty-six second Woo. one. I 
I overshot it again, but that's okay. Ooh. 26 seconds. 26 seconds. That is un- yeah. unreal, man. Um, right. Another one that a lot of people are like, oh, he does it live. He does it live. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Randy can build out yeah. some, you know. He sure can. Some big ones. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's move on. We got our last. No, sorry. Next to last song here. This is our ninth one we're doing. Two more. Uh, we still got yeah. two more for you. Uh, we mentioned them before. We're going to bring it back to Opeth, the one that I had to listen to about 20 minutes of the song before I finally found what part everybody was talking about. And lo and behold, in the 20 minute and 40 and 14 second song, I finally found it around 19 minutes. So, <laughs> wow. Here we go. Uh, let's talk about Black Wait, 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 wait. Yes. So, we had to listen to the whole song just to get through a few seconds of him screaming at the end of the song. Yeah, that's how committed I am to this podcast. There you go. And, and we thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, <laughs> listeners. That's right. Yes. Yes. But yes, this song, uh, Black Rose Immortal by Opeth. Uh, let's talk about this song a little bit. Um, this, again, comes from songmeanings.com. So someone's interpretation um, may or may not actually be what it's about. But Opeth's best song, this person says, um, about a man who in the name of desperation uh, turns to the devil. He goes into a dark forest or a garden with a pond in the middle. Um, maybe the cover of Morning Rise it, um, is this place. You ever think of that? and find a black rose symbolizing the devil. It is a cold, dark place, and they speak only through thoughts. He becomes one of the devil's many slaves, and he rests in the fields of eternity, his soul in immortality. The Mm. amaranth amaranth, uh, represents immortality. That's basically it. So, um, that being said, yeah, 20 minutes of listening to it, I finally found it. So... (laughs) Uh, we're gonna you'll hear it kind of build up into it and then he lets out this super long scream and uh, we're gonna see how it compares with everybody else and then we'll go into our last one you ready James? nice yes sir here we go Okay, so all right, so that's about like a about a, like a seventeen second one. I think. Another seventeen second. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ooh, all right, got it. So we're as I've seen, we're generally about <laughs> around the twenty second mark is is kind of what we're looking. I'd, I'd say that twenty right. seconds is about the average. Um, but we've got some that's around seventeen. We've got some around twenty, and so far the two longest ones that we have. The top th- excuse me, the top three that top we three? have um, would be open face surgery, um, <laughs> followed by ODHGABFE, um, mm-hmm. and then the grudge coming in third. So um, okay. we're going to see how this last one holds up. I will say this as we mentioned before, Cannibal Corpse is like the only like grindcore death metal band that I really like. James, same for you. Um, oh yeah, this Big band is just gross. <laughs> I mean, just plain and simple. Some of these bands are just—I I, just—they're gross. They're gross. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what the song's about because it's gross. Um, the title of it is gross. Uh, the actual lyrics that I looked up um, were disgusting, and we won't get into all that. 
but the song is called Baby Killer. It's by a band called Devourment. Um, and it's got a long scream in it. And everybody talked about this song too. Um, so I was like, what the heck? Let's give it a shot. And then I was like, mm, gross. But let's acknowledge yeah. it. So here we go. So we don't we don't we don't condone, don't condone anybody to do this. Nope. nope. Uh we just use the song for purposes for Research the longest purposes. scream. Yeah. So uh, once again, no <coughs> condonement here. Yeah, not a fan. So uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that this song existed until now. So. You can forget that it exists once we're done listening. <laughs> right. Please for the purpose of Please do. Uh, hearing the scream but it i mean it kicks off right from the get-go uh okay. so let's let's see how it holds up to everybody else hopefully it doesn't win um but, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so here we go yeah here's baby killer by devourment is that the scream, it's a scream. you want me to start it? it sounds like a fart yeah yeah start, okay you started let's start over again here we go okay all right how, Baby killer. Tell me when you're starting in it. By devourment. Okay. Okay, that's not even close. Okay. That's like 11 seconds. Okay. All right. So that's that that song was shit. Uh, <laughs> so you you said how many how many? Eleven. Eleven seconds. A measly eleven a measly, seconds. Measly, what a what a loser! Uh, I can do that. Uh, I mean, it just sounded like a like one long. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. that's all it was. It was just one of those little. So uh, we are glad to say that we are honored and glad to say that it did not win nothing. So Thank forget God. about the song. Yeah. So. Right. Right. All right, James. You ready to uh, narrow it down, and we'll see. We'll see who takes the cake here. Okay, so give me the the top three and their and their and their minutes. Top three and how many seconds we're at? Um, yes, yeah, seconds. You pulled up yeah. Here, here we go. All right, I can see you again. Okay. All right, so here we go. Whoops, I just realized that my um cord was d- down in front of the camera. So it's sorry okay. to all the YouTube we uh YouTube viewers that saw that and it probably drove you nuts. I just realized it because I didn't have the screen pulled up. Um, all right, so let's go. Let's go top three. All right. Yes. So coming in at uh, in third place, number twenty four, we have the Grudge by Tool. Okay. Okay, so twenty four seconds. Twenty four seconds. Okay. All right. Then, uh, in second place, we have O D H G A B F E by Lamb of God at twenty six seconds. Okay, in second place. Okay. Yep. And then finally, right. in first place, taking the cake, open face surgery by Krypton. Wow. So okay. at 27 seconds, yes. So. 27, okay. Yeah. 27 seconds. All right. Nice. Well, it's well, it's close. They're all close, yeah. They're, so we got 26. Close. Okay, so we got 27, 24, no, 27, 26, and 24. Close. Really, 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 really close. So I'm going to say this. So we have determined the longest scream. So, but which one is our favorite? Ooh. Given the context yes. of the lyrics, given the context of uh, of everything that we know about the songs now, which one is your favorite of the 10 that we listened to today? 
obviously it's baby killer by devourment. Um, so I'll just move on. Uh, I don't know why we're even talking about it. Yeah, it's baby killer. Right? Um, so I do love um, Tool and Lamb of God. So I'm gonna say it's a it's not in a tie because I do love Randy's voice. So I'm gonna say it's gonna be O D H G A B F E. All right, there you because go. I'm just. So mesmerized by Randy's voice. Yeah. Not to say Maynard is not. Maynard is great. Yeah. But I'm a big I'm a bigger Lamb of God fan. I, I don't know it. if that's you know, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I, I'm right there yeah. with you, man. I think it's I think those are Lamb of God is a great band. Um I've yeah. been a, I've been a big big fan of theirs for so long. Um Oh yeah. And yeah. you know, they they were right there in the midst of like that whole metalcore like um, that new wave of american metalcore that kind of swept through around that time with kill switch and bullet from a valentine and yeah all those guys like i was right there with it lamb of god was up there um in one of my top favorite bands at that time and um but i would say my favorite song on this list that we covered today for sure hands down the only reason i wanted to even do this episode is just an excuse to talk about giving up um by lincoln park what a great song um, and then the meaning behind that song and just like hearing the pain in Chester's voice when he's letting it all go like he he put everything he had into his vocals um, and it is such a terrible thing that we don't have him anymore and um, I don't think Linkin Park plans on making any more music because Chester was such a big part of that Um but, I yeah. okay. So the thing with that is, I heard through Grapevine that they're gonna get just some forty-one singer, but it's like I no, you just let just so let it go. I think you know? I think what you saw was they did a tribute. Oh, okay, okay. A few years ago, after Chester died, and they had all kind of people come out and sing Lincoln Park songs, and it was guest vocals. Um, right, right, right. So right. Blink One Eighty Two yeah. was there. Some Forty One. Um, the list goes on. They had all kind of different people, but yeah, um, yeah, I think, I think they did Faint. I think that was the song that they did with Ooh. this with Derek from Some Forty One, yeah. and it was it was good. It was really good. Um, yeah. And uh, what that is a very emotional concert to watch too. It's on YouTube. Yeah. You can watch the entire thing on YouTube, um, mm. and uh, it's. Those those wounds were very very fresh when they did that. So you can see the heartache in the band, but also a very like special time yeah. that they uh, that they had to celebrate their bandmates, their friend, their brother. Yeah, I mean it's just, yeah. they were a really tight knit group, man. They had no lineup yeah. changes. They're yeah. one of those bands that had like no lineup changes, um, which is very very very, very rare. rare. Yeah, you don't ever see yeah. that. So, no. um, and uh, they were all really close. So. It sucks, but oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Anyway, now that oh. I'm bummed out, um, why don't we wrap the show up and and <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, all right, uh, go listen to some babe. So go go listen to some um environment, but you know baby killer. No, don't do it. Don't. Mm. <laughs> hey man, you won. You 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 want to anybody can do that. Yeah, I guess inhale right. So. Anyway. Uh, thank you for listening to the show today. Uh, be sure to share this with all of your friends and family. We are available on multiple podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts, 
Uh, so be sure to leave a rating and review if you like this other podcast grow. We'll read your comments right here and reviews right here on the show. Um, so um, let's see some reviews. Um, Please do. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best way to stay up to date with us is by following our uh, socials. Uh, we're on Instagram. So when words fail, or excuse me, at when words fail podcast. We're also on Facebook. It's WWFMS podcast. Twitter, when words fail MS. And also on the TikTok, uh, where James has been active on there. Uh, it's at when words fail music speaks. Um, and uh, go give us a follow if you want to uh, see what we're up to. Yes, because I because I posted some Beartooth um, footage. Yes, you did um, from our past show or right. from the out where we're not part of Beartooth. I wish so. I was part of Beartooth. I wish I was. Lord. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, but you can send our uh, personal stories of how how music has helped you, whether it was when you went to a live concert and and uh, felt something or or anything you need, anything you want to send us. Uh, please send this them to it. When words fail podcast at gmail.com. There it is. Um, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. For those of you who watch this YouTube channel or YouTube video with a cord hanging down in my camera angle. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, uh, hope you're, hopefully, hopefully you're still sticking around. Um, subscribe to this YouTube channel though, um, where you can watch more, uh, more videos like this. You can watch some interviews, music video reactions, um, final showcases and some more. Our YouTube is youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Uh, make sure you turn yes. on the notifications bell so you can be updated whenever we post a new video. Smash that like button. Generate the subscribe button. Sorry. Obliterate. I love that word. Obliterate. Obliterate. Sorry. So, for all of these links uh, to find out more about this or to buy some more, more merchandise, Woo. Like uh, visit our website. When yes, stand up. I got it. There you go. I got it. You you got our old logo. Our very old logo. very old yeah, logo. This is the old yeah. logo. We got a new logo on there. I don't have a shirt yet, but we got it. I did actually order two of those new logo ones, so those should be in by next week. All right. But uh, you can order that. I, I don't think you can order that shirt, but you could order our our normal logo. And our new logo on WinWordsFilmMusicSpeaks.com. You want this shirt? You're going to have to cut it off of my cold, dead fingers. Um, no. so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that no-go, no-go, that no-go. It is a go-go because it's a cool logo. Um, that That's new right. logo um, was created by 1UP gra um, Graphics. James was actually the creator of our original logo, not this one. I don't know who did this one. Did you do this one? My friend Zach did that one. All right, so thank you, Zach, for this one. But uh, right. yes, uh, yes, the original logo created by James, the new one that we were talking about created by One Up Graphics. You can go follow him on but Instagram. Sorry, it was, it, but it was thought up by you. Uh, we gotta give, we gotta give you a shout out, man. I gave him huh? some ideas. The guy, the guy ran with it. Um, but nevertheless, you nevertheless, whatever. Yeah. But if you want to give him a follow, especially if you guys do any like Twitch streaming of your own or you have your own podcast or whatever, um, the guy's really, really talented. Go hit him up. One Up Graphics on Instagram. Uh, our theme our theme song was created by Doc Brass. Also follow him on uh, Instagram. It's at Doc Brass, um, D-O-K-B-R-A-S-S. -S. Um, what a, what a theme guy. song too. I love it. 
Yeah, great guy. Great guy. Yep. Been on the show. Super solid guy. Um, if you want to check out my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. It's all about true crime and paranormal from the state of South Carolina. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Uh, working on putting up a new episode here soon. I just posted one about Theodosia Burr. Um, mm. So go check that out. That was really I gotta interesting. Go check out. Yeah, it was right. fun. Um, okay. So sources from this episode come from Loudwire, UltimateGuitar.com, Reddit, SongFacts, and SongMeanings.com. We do not own any of the music that was used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. Cool. So once again, we honestly do thank you very much for listening to the episode, and always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Bye, guys. See ya.